0: So I want to know by show of hands, how many of you feel rested because you had that nice long weekend? Oh, I'm surprised. Most of the time when we have nice long weekends or days off or things of that nature, um, we fill it up with so much activity that we return to work exhausted. So the Topic today that I'm going to talk about is rest, because we all need rest. But most of us tend to keep going and pushing ourselves and telling ourselves, someday I'm going to catch up on my sleep. And I don't know if you're like me, but I'm still trying to find the time that I'm going to catch up on my sleep. So we were actually created to work. And regardless of what some of you think, work is not a symptom of the fall, okay? It's a joy and a privilege given to us by our Heavenly Father. If you recall, prior to sin entering the human story, Adam and Eve labored for God. The problem is that too much work takes us outside of God's plan for work and forces us to labor in our own strength. And unfortunately, our society continues to promote that myth and that lie that resting is related to laziness or selfishness and continual work is the best thing you can do. Now, it might seem productive to some of us to rush around nonstop, but your body and your mind and your soul were not created to function that way. Daily rest is needed just like daily bread. In fact, I think that the Lord's Prayer probably should say, Lord, give us this day our daily rest. So you all know that if you skip eating, your body ends up depleted. And the exact same way, if you skip rest, your body is weak and becomes deeply weary. So rest is not a sign of weakness. It's simply part of being human. And just like work looks different for everyone, as Susan mentioned, I'm an accountant. Most of you guys probably wouldn't want to do things with numbers that I absolutely love to do. So work is different for everybody, and rest is different for everybody, too. Perhaps rest to you is taking a sabbatical or an extended vacation, just a nap an hour of solitude, or for some of us, it's just that complete eight hours of sleep every night. So when you look over the course of your day, are there times for rest? Are there moments when you can catch your breath, sit down, reflect, or are you going and going and going and going and going until you drop into bed every night an hour later than you'd hoped <sighs> to planned? So you need to remember that it's in physical rest that you're refueled, you're made ready to get the grace you need to accomplish your tasks. It's a time to be thankful and to celebrate what God has helped us accomplish, rather than always bearing the burden of that never-ending task list that we all have. But there's another type of rest Soul rest. A famous prayer of St. Augustine says, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. As essential as physical rest is, it does not provide the depth of rest that our soul longs for and needs. In his devotional, Matt Bennett says that although it's counterintuitive, Jesus explains in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, that divine rest comes by his grace through action. Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." So the action, the purposeful action of taking up Jesus' yoke leads to supernatural rest, peace of soul, serenity of mind, freedom from worry and anxiety. To take up the yoke, we have to draw near to him. And when we draw near to him, we put down the burdens, the issues, the problems, the situations, the circumstances that we're carrying, along with the anxiety that they create in our lives. We get close enough to him to be yoked together with him. And by that yoke, we identify with Jesus Christ. Now, it's still possible, very probable, that we'll experience rejection, suffering, and pain. But his strength comes to us because Jesus is carrying that yoke with us. And Jesus directs us on a road that leads to peace in conflicting times serenity during anxious days, and joy that renews. There's something restful to your soul when you start learning to live this way. Christ himself is our example. He took time for this type of rest, even when thousands of people were looking to him to be fed. So yes, he fed those people loaves and fishes but then he fed himself, solitude and prayer. He himself took that time to get close to the Father and to become yoked together with the Father. And that's an interesting thought because when we are yoked with Jesus, we also are yoked to the Father. And part of that being yoked is studying and following his commands part of that verse says not only to take the yoke upon me but to learn from jesus jeremiah 6:16 16 says thus saith the lord stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it and find rest for your soul. The scripture, the teachings of Jesus are good. And when we follow them, we'll find soul rest. King David reflected in the Psalms. If only I had the wings of a dove, I would fly away and find rest. Indeed, I would run far away. I would stay in the desert. I would hurry to find shelter from the raging wind and the storm. Isn't it ironic that genuine rest from your raging wind and storm isn't the result of doing nothing, but only comes when we take the action and expend the effort to be yoked to Jesus, to draw close to the one who can actually put our hearts at rest. God himself is our rest. Let me read Matthew 11 one more time. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light.